welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, September 18th, 2021. It's just before 2.30 UTC as we're starting to record. I'm Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is here again. Hello, Yvonne. Hello. Hello, hello. So, the plan? We're going to have our butt first... We're going to have our butt first segment. We uh, have a plan? We It's sort of a plan. I mean, it's a wishy-washy plan. We sort of planned out, like, the bare minimum, okay? We've decided, you know, we're having our butt first segment where each of us, you know, talk about whatever, and we haven't determined what that whatever is, so we haven't planned that part. We are going to have a pandemic segment because, of course, we are. So that's actually really the only part of the show we planned because the last thing is we're going to do another sort of mini lightning round, or I'm calling it a four-pack this time, where Yvonne and I both do two small topics that we will try to keep under seven minutes each because 10 minutes was too long last time. And we, it's not like we keep to the time anyway. Uh, you know, we're always a little bit longer than the target time. What, what, whatever. Anyway, so, so, so we talk too much. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That is what I'm trying to tell you. And, you know, also we, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we, we, yeah, we just, I, I don't know. Anyway, so we, we have planned one third of the show. One third. Yes. We have planned okay, we that plan one, one third, third of the show will be about the pandemic. Well, and the rest, so. we have no idea. And of course, even I mean, within the pandemic, you know, we haven't like scoped out like what are we actually going to talk about? Because that would be crazy. I mean, that would be insane. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell, you know, what kind of people you think we're running the show here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We're not that kind of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, look, all these other people have like people, you know, to do this. We don't have people. Now, if anybody wants to send us a ton of money so we have people, we'll have people. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll or, or fucking I, plan the shit out of the show. Or I suppose if anybody wants to volunteer to do it for free. I mean, or that, yes. <laughs> Although, But we... I'd rather pay somebody and pay us as well. Yeah, Look, yeah. we will take a, some hefty salaries and we will do this. I mean, it will be professional. I mean, you know, it's going to be amazing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, fun. Anyway, uh, okay. So right. I, one other thing to mention before I hand it off to you for I your at first. At some point, I'm going to throw this out there, and somebody's going to throw a, a you know throw a billion dollars at us or something. Yeah, yeah, because you never know who's listening. They I might mean, you never like, know who's listening. They might be amused by the request and say, "Okay, here's a couple million. Okay, fine. Here's you know here's a billion. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll take a million. Yeah. Actually, I'll take ten thousand. <laughs> I'll take a thousand. Actually, I'll take five bucks if you throw them at me right now. To be honest with you, but you know. <laughs> You're not very picky. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so I, the one the one thing I wanted to mention is, you know how last week um, I mentioned that my colorful timer was broken. So I had ordered another one that, but it, cl- it, it ticked. And so we used it last week. And I, I just want to say, like, I, I as I was listening to the show while editing, the ticking kind of annoyed me. You know, it, okay. what, I know you like the sort of 60 minutes vibe. But exactly, but the Coming ticking up next, the ticking kind of annoyed me, and also because like I balance out your sound and my sound and stuff. Really, the ticking was only when I was talking. Yes, <laughs> when, the ticking is only like when you were talking. Yes. Yeah, because it was only on my side. But miraculously, the other timer started working again. 
Well, there you go. So I don't know if it was just like it was too humid or something and it was sticky. I, I, I have no idea. I did nothing to it at all. I just randomly tried to use it again. Or, or I didn't, wasn't even trying to use it. I just fiddled with the knob because it was sitting here. And then a few minutes later, it went off. And I'm like, oh, it's working again. Now, to be fair, I'm not sure it's been working consistently all the time. So I may set this to like 15 minutes and then, you know, it gets stuck in the middle. And here we go. We're talking two hours and we don't even know our 15 minutes is up yet. Wow. But, you know, but anyway, Yvonne, what's your yes. butt first today? <sighs> what's my butt first today? My, uh, my butt first today. It doesn't have that, to actually uh, be your butt. Well, it's not my butt, definitely. Um, um, uh, well, I, uh, I was, uh, I, I spent a lot of time fiddling with my computer, okay? All right? Okay. Uh, the, the reason for this is because, uh, I, there was, I did a lot of, uh, work stuff from my own personal computer. Because okay. you can log on to stuff as a SaaS. And so and Microsoft Office allows you to 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 log in, you know, uh through their stuff. And so I was able to do, you know, just to to connect to stuff, you know, and you could do it or whatever. You know, all the stuff is secured anyways. Big deal. It's just able to to connect to, you know, to to websites and stuff or whatever like that yep. and whatnot. And so I was able to do that. But one of the things that I found was it, it was a little bit screwy, uh to log off uh, of uh, certain places, not that I, not that I was still connected to the network, network. right? But, but that you I, mean I, your it, old work it, network? The credentials it kept trying to it, it kept trying to log back in and fail at me right. logging in. Okay, uh, because know, they're it, like a, you don't work here anymore. Sorry, but your computer yeah, yeah, kept yeah. trying. But but my computer kept trying to, and I and I kept trying to. The the one application that was a problem was Microsoft Teams, and so. I actually, you know, I, I, for the most part, I've been seamlessly working or whatever. You know, I, I have my, you know, I think so, sometimes I, I find it surprising that some people that I, that I email, like, whatever, well, if we're going to have a meeting, well, I send them a calendar invite. Well, I send them, you know, I've always had my calendar on, like, you know, my stuff that I use for all my personal stuff. So, so, you know, I send out my calendar invites and I make sure that I've got everything organized. And so I have a video conference that I need to use teams. Okay. And, you know, many people use teams, I use zoom. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's so many people use whatever. I, I will say that, uh, for a lot of companies that are using teams, uh, and zoom. Okay. I've been, I've been going back and forth between the two. The one thing is that I wanted to, to, to log, log in to Zoom. I think, I, I, I'm not sure if I had ever set up both accounts on it, but I couldn't get rid of the damn settings on the, uh, uh, uh one of the settings. It's just on everything else I had logged out. No problem, but teams wouldn't do it until okay. I finally, I, I had to go and like, uh, inside, it's one of these things in like the Mac OS where you could, if you press down the command line and you go to the go button, go uh, menu on the finder, but you have to press command library shows up and it won't show up unless you click on right. It won't show up unless you click on, I think it was command or one of them, whatever. I can't remember now anymore. And I don't know if I said it now that it always shows up because I'm seeing it right now, regardless. It may be because I have the folder open, but I had to go in there and trash the damn file of preferences for the damn app. 
And then that was able to to go back in. Now, the FBI or anybody that didn't show up over here just for some reason it reminded me of that time when, when Sam kept trying to ping Bath Ironworks. And they weren't too happy about it. They sent the FBI out to find Sam for that. Okay. And so You know, every few years you mention this, and it requires me to do a brief explanation. Otherwise, well, people sure are like... we've got some new listeners that don't understand We probably understand do. That, you know, we probably that, do. That, you know, that Sam, you know, basically decided to get the FBI... You know, he's just a... a, a, a you know, he just likes to do, you know, cyber crimes. Okay, so, so here's the deal. Uh, back soon after I left school, it was my second job after college, I was working at a defense contractor in Northern Virginia, okay? They they were a contractor for the Air Force, and my job was basically working on setting up uh, some websites for the Air Force, okay? Uh, and, and, you know, it just, just, you know, stupid little public things that tell what different offices that the Air Force did, okay? But part of what we... Part of what I had to do there was basically just check to make sure that the sites were in good shape. And I found this uh, tool that was just, you know, open source, online, whatever thing. Uh, it was called Mom Spider. Okay. Uh, and basically what it would do is you'd point it at a website and it would just spider through all the links and send you back a report on any broken links that existed at the website. And I decided to. You know, I, I, I was going to run it on some of the sites that we were responsible for maintaining at this company, but to test it, to make sure it worked, I tested it on my personal site. I tested it on um, uh, a couple other sites. And the one that made a difference here is I tested it on a site run by a friend of mine from college, not Yvonne, someone else. No, no, no not me. Um, But... They had set up a site uh, that was basically like the first 500.com domains ever registered, okay? Because, uh, you know, this this was a while back. It was still early days. Like, there were, you know, and... There definitely know, were not a lot of websites back then when we were doing this, yeah, okay? I mean, th this is the this is the era where, um, you know, the internet had only recently, like within a year or two, uh, opened up away from sort of governmental and academic use and was now being more broadly utilized. Now, I'm not saying... And by the way, the, the way that I started first going and, like, accessing any websites was because Sam, I think, loaned me his user ID and passwords <laughs> in order to be able to... He was still uh, at CMU, and there was a dial-up over there where I could use to do so. And I was oh, logging I don't even in remember there this. at first. I, I don't even remember Oh, yeah, that. I did that for a little bit before some, before I was able to get a, a real... Uh, a, actually, CompuServe started offering it without charging an arm and a leg. Because everybody else charged by... Remember that back then, it was like AOL charged by the hour. Right. At first. And so that way, I didn't have to pay by the hour. Yeah, because... The, the, and where I'm talking about during this um, uh, time at the whatever it was, the defense contractor, um, you know, was after answer what was the name of the, I, I wasn't going to mention the name, but okay. Cause it's still, but they don't exist. Yeah, they do. They, they do. Yes. They? they still exist. Oh shit. Well, you could delete that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I thought they were, I thought they were, it's been so long. <laughs> Fuck. I figured they'd be out of business. Uh, oh, well. yeah. Are you sure they're still in business? See how, uh, okay. uh, 
Oh, yeah, they are definitely in business. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're definitely. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm, I'm trying to. F- anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I found it. Oh, yeah. They got a nice big flag of Iwo Jima. No, yeah. The, 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 yeah, they're, they're um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, the time that I was doing this at this at, at this defense contractor was after you know AOL was on the internet. That had already happened. CompuServe was already on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it wasn't really like the damn internet that you couldn't use. Like you, at this at was, first, you couldn't even like you had to go through their thing, and they but, didn't really have a browser well, at first. No, no, like, there were you know. there were already browsers by this point. But it was all still mostly hobbyists. A few companies starting to get on the bandwagon, but very very. You know, very minimal. You know, like I was our. It was very minimal. Like at I this mean, time, most of the stuff. I, when you remember that when you used AOL, still then it was their own like screens and stuff or well, whatever yeah, for the most no, part. But they at, tried at, to steer at, you this time in their little at this garden, time for, and then they charge you like nine yeah, yeah, bucks yeah. an hour. But, but look, at the time I was at this defense contractor, like I was already doing freelance work, designing a website for a Pittsburgh radio station, for instance. So, so right, like right, there, right. people did have websites. That was okay. Yeah, by that time, yeah, yeah, by that time, our Already, yeah, it was the, it was more available. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. so it was out there, but it still wasn't huge. But my my friend had set up this website that was, like I said, the first few hundred dot com domains ever registered. But by this time, there were actually many more than that. But this website was specifically, basically, just a link to blah 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 dot com for all of these first dot com registries, and. So my little spider, once a week, at the exact same time every week, because I had it set that way, would come and check every one of those links. One of those links out of that list was to Bath Ironworks. Uh, and this is a company, I think it's bath.com, I forget exactly, I should check. Um, but it's... I think it's B-I-W. Or oh yeah, B-I-W.com. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but anyway, this was one of these hundreds of things. Um, and what's interesting is they didn't actually have a website even. Okay. Uh, they had registered BIW.com, but you know, there was no website there. However, once a week at exactly the same time of day, my little spider would ping their site to see if there was a website there and report that there was a broken link to me because BIW.com did not work. And apparently their security people noticed that exactly once a week, there was this one uh, web ping to to their non-existent website. Uh, And so they decided to investigate because someone was trying to hack them. That's right, Sam. I mean, you know, you're a national security risk. <laughs> and of course, now that we've had this whole submarine deal, I remember correctly, Bath Iron Works is... Uh, they make submarines, yes. Yes, they make submarines. So now that we've got this this big submarine deal with, uh, you know, with the Australians and the French are pissed off at us all hell for taking it away from them, then, you know, you're probably going to be, you know, new in the news again. Uh, yes. So anyway, they apparently sent out some agents. They talk- They never actually talked to me. They talked to my boss, who laughed at them, explained <laughs> what was going on, laughed at them, and they went away. But, you know. Okay. But okay. somewhere in a file somewhere is probably this investigation. Uh, we'll have to get your FBI file at some point. <laughs> you know, we know that you're such a subversive. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But we, you know. Um, 
So somehow we got onto that from you talking about messing yes. with your computer. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, I, I kept, you know, I kept apparently, you know, well, no FBI agents or anybody descended on me because my stupid computer kept trying to log on back to my ex-employer. Well, good. I, I, w- I will say, and I don't I don't know if this is a topic that we'll talk about later or not, but because of the Apple issuing a bunch of updates and people saying it was urgent and stuff, I actually forced an update on all of my personal Apple devices, my phone, my watch, my computer, uh, because of that. And usually I just wait for the things to update themselves. And, you know, because of my usage patterns, that takes them a while. Like I used to always force the updates as soon as I knew they existed, but I stopped doing that a long time ago. You know, I, I, and, and now like, I'll get to them when I get to them. And like, if it automatically does it so much, the better. And I don't even have to think about it. Unless it's a big one. Like, sometimes when there's a big one that, like, people are really excited about, maybe I'll force it. But, like, this was the first one I forced in a while, and it was because it was a security issue. Not, you know. Well, I did the same thing uh, as well. I mean, I forced it on all my devices, you know, the same day. And plus, there were, like, uh, you know, also for the, uh, uh, I mean, it wasn't just Mac OS. It was Mac OS, you know. Uh, I mean, it wasn't just iOS. It was Mac OS as yep. well. I had to And did, the, did even all the freaking well. watch had an update because of this. Oh, crap. I didn't do my wife's watch. Shit. <laughs> All right. I got it now. Damn it. I got to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, any, any, any other computer-related thing to talk about, or, or is it my turn now? It's your turn. Okay. And? Oh, I'm just resetting the timer. Hold on. Um, y- y- I, you know... I'm I'm looking at other stuff and all, all lightning round stuff that we can do in that last segment if we want to. And I'm I'm thinking, is there anything really personal? And I'm coming up with no. Like I could update things about school, but it's sort of not really mature yet. Uh, we're still in transitional phases and stuff, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, so books, the movies. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I'm I've been doing these fairly consistently the last few weeks. I'm actually in the process of catching up on this stupid list, so I might as well do yeah. one of those. The next thing on the list is a TV show. Whoa! Wow! Now you got us all tingling now. Now to be clear, and I've it's been a while since I've mentioned a TV show, so I'll say this: um, the when I don't review the TV shows, unless I've watched everything. So I'm not telling you so I watched it, an episode. So, so, so for example, if a series is say ongoing and you have there hasn't been this finale of the series forever, you're not going to review it. Yeah. If you only watch one season, or would you review a season? No, I won't. If you I won't review season. a season. Like to to for me to consider, I have finished the show. I have to have watched the last existing episode, and they have to have. Pretty much said, okay, we're done. We have no plans for another. Uh, okay, so since Law and Order has folded, yes. Okay, have you sat down and tried to watch all the episodes of Law and Order? No, I have not. It is it is not one of the things I'm watching right now. It is on my list of potential I, I'm gonna, things. To I, I'm watch. Gonna, okay, I am going to make you put it on the list. It is on. It's already on the list because it's on the list. So so there are twenty seasons of Law and Order. Mm-hmm. I believe that the number of episodes is twenty. It's about twenty four episodes. It's four hundred and it's a ridiculous number of episodes. Right. Uh, it, it's close to five hundred episodes. 
Okay. So if you decide to binge watch this, it's it's going to take a while. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't actually binge watch any of these series that I watch. I like watch one episode every couple of months. <laughs> so basically, we may be dead by the time you watch all yeah, the it, episodes it, if, of Law and Order. If I ended up choosing Law and Order to be one of the next things I watched, and <laughs> then then yeah, I might be watching it the rest of my life. At this point, yes. Now, I mean, because let me see. Let me let me double check how many episodes is is it, it, it. I mean, it's crazy. Well, and it's I'll, I'll tell seasons. you even more. If I pick up something like four hundred and fifty six episodes to be well, I, 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 it's worse than that, Yvonne. If I pick up something yeah. like Law and Order that has related series, holy shit! You got to watch all the spinoffs. Yes. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs> that's well over a thousand episodes. <laughs> whoa yeah so yeah i mean we're talking holy shit yeah we're really talking well north of a thousand episodes. yeah so anyway i there okay because law and order special victim okay well i just pulled it up yes yes law and order svu which runs longer already than the regular law and order is 494 ep- episodes mm-hmm. and count uh-huh. at this point there is a law and order or- organized crime which has eight so now we're at 502 <laughs> Okay, you've got the 456 of the regular law and order, so we're at 502 plus 450, wait, wait, 502 plus, oh, Jesus, I gotta, I'm pulling up my calculator because this is a lot of episodes, wait, 456 plus, what do we got here? We got uh, 8 plus 494, 195 episodes of Criminal Intent, Uh uh okay? 13 episodes of something called Trial by Jury. Okay, so you got that. 22 episodes of Law & Order LA. 8 episodes of Law & Order True Crime. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. So you're 1,196 episodes. Yes. Holy crap. So now, just to be clear, I don't think you have a very, you know, the way I pick shows, right? At any given time, I'm I okay. Here, I want to get to the one I'm actually reviewing. But look, here's what I here's my structure right now. Okay, so I have ten items on my active list. One of and whenever I want to sit down to watch something, I use a random number generator to pick one of the ten to watch. One of those is always reserved for. Don't watch a TV show. Go f- pick a movie instead. And then one is always reserved for, like, the latest, most recent uh, episode of Nova that I haven't watched. Ah, Another ah. is the most recent episode of Frontline I haven't watched. And those are just perennial. I'm not trying to, like, watch all of the episodes. I'm not trying to watch all of the episodes since those series started because they go back, like, 30, 40 years or whatever. Like, 30, 40 years. And and the early ones aren't available online easily. Okay? Um, So it's just... Um, the most recent one I haven't watched yet of those two. Okay. And then the other seven are series that I'm working my way through. Okay. And so it'll pick one of those at random. And then if I complete one of those seven, then I'm going to choose a new one to pick up. But before I go to my general list of just things I've added that I might want to watch someday, I've got 12 items on what I call my continue list, which are series that I was watching, 
but I got to the end of what was available, but the it wasn't over yet. It was like I maybe I caught up with real time on the series and had to wait for the next season, or maybe um, the next season just wasn't available to stream or buy anywhere online, something like that. So those are sort of on on hold. They're series that I've started but have not finished. So I would if I finished one of these shows before I would go pick up something brand new, I would randomly pick one of those and try to pick it back up again. Interesting. So the most recent example of that, for instance, is when I finished the one I'm going to talk to you about now, I had an empty slot. Okay. And so what So what I've picked to pick up is House of Cards. Oh! I had, wa- I had watched the first two seasons, but not anything past that, because I caught up to real time of House of Cards. So now it's back on my active list to potentially watch additional episodes. I pretty much, you know, I got to admit that I pretty much... Stop watching House of Cards uh, when the whole Kevin Spacey thing came out. I was just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I know. Well, they they fired him, and then they had one more season with the wife. And I whatever. know. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So I didn't watch. Anyway, that but last I've got yeah, now. yeah. Anyway, so that's back on my list. So okay, <laughs> forget all that. Uh, that this is my crazy method of watching TV, and I you and my I typically actually only watch maybe one or two episodes of any of these per month. So, like, my progress through these is incredibly slow, you know? So, so yeah. So, so like, uh, yeah. So, for instance, I started watching Stargate SG-1 in March of 2014, and I'm now up to se- uh, season seven of that show. No? Okay. So, I, I'm going slower then the episodes were actually released in real time. Okay. Because it, well, in order to watch seven seasons, it has taken me, what, well, seven years. So about real time. time. About real yeah. time. Okay, you're close. Yeah. You're close to real time. Well, anyway. I- I- here's one yes, thing. That yes. At least, I-, I hope you don't try to take up, I just looked up to see, you know, which is a, you know, uh, you know, these soap operas, the ones that are on TV. If you try to <laughs> oh, watch God. like every episode of General Hospital, I'm noticing that the number of episodes, I mean, holy shit. I actually figured in order to watch that, it would take you like to 10,000 episodes. Mm -hmm. If you watch eight hours a day of, of this, it would take you about four years. Okay. To just watch 10,000 episodes. And that's watching eight hours a day. Right. All, the only thing you're watching is this shit. Yes. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's way too bad. Okay, can I actually talk about the one I finished? And I yes! Want to oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, 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 yeah, of course. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> okay, I, I watched, it, it's a British show called Broadchurch. Oh, yes, I've heard of Broadchurch. A lot of people like it. Yeah, it it, it ran from 2013 to 2017. It only had three series, and you know how British TV works. The series are short, um, so like each series, quote, yeah, that's what they call seasons. It's like 10, 11 episodes. It's like eight episodes, and they took took a couple years off in between. So there were eight episodes released in 2013. Another eight in 2015, another eight in 2017. 
Um, and so, uh, basically just the, 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 the high level summary is it's a, a crime drama. There's a small town, um, on the English coast somewhere. Um, uh, in, in the first season, there's a, there's a murder that they're trying to solve. Uh, the second season sort of follows up, you know, sort of law and order style. The first season is, is, uh, you know, solving the crime. And then the second season is actually the trial. Um, and other events related to that. And then the third season follows some of the lead detectives on sort of another case and sort of wraps up some of the storylines that started way back in the first season. Um, and so, uh, 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 uh my bottom line is a thumbs up. I, I really enjoyed this series. Um, I liked how it worked. Um, my, my wife says she couldn't watch it, um, because okay. uh, when we, and here's her reason. She's like, first of all, she's like, you know, I watched the first couple episodes and I already knew who the murderer was. I, you know, and, no, and I never talked to her to find out if she was right or not. I, I Let's just presume she was right. Um, but she's like, she, she couldn't continue because she's like, it was really obvious who the, who the murderer was going to be. And so you, they're taking a whole season to figure this out. But, and I'm like, look, but here's the thing. First of all, I, I didn't catch on to who the murderer was quite so soon. Uh, but, um, so maybe I'm just dim, but the thing was, well, that that's not the, the debatable, but anyway. <laughs> yes, but, but the thing is that it was not, that's not the point. Like the, you know, it wasn't just about, well, who was the murderer? It was about what was going on sort of character and psychologically with all of the various people you're following, both with the detectives and the various suspects and, you know, the family, the family of the murder victim and all of these folks. And it's, it was really based on, yeah, over the course of the season, you are like, you know, finding out who the murderer is, but it's about the journey of all the characters as they get there. Um, and that was true of the subsequent seasons as well. It was really much more about the characters and the relationships between them and the, the sort of crime stuff was the background stuff, not the main point. The main point was how all of these characters are interacting and developing and blah, blah, blah. At least that's how I felt about it. Um, and you know, the, 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 the crime stuff surrounding it was interesting too. I mean, that's what kept things moving forward. But like, if I had known who the murderer was on day one, it wouldn't have spoiled it for me. It wouldn't have made it so that I didn't enjoy the rest. Cause that's fundamentally, it wasn't about the surprise of, Oh my God, that one, th that suspect is the one who was really the murderer. And it wasn't about that. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. It's a thumbs up. Um, I will also add that it's interesting, uh, you know, I also watch Doctor Who, um, which uh, the, the, the showrunner for Broadchurch later on went to be the, the current showrunner of Doctor Who, who's not, he's leaving now, but they, they, he's been running it for the last couple of years. Um, it's Chris, Chris Chibnall uh, is his name. And as part of that, in this show, um, there, I guess it's not directly related, but anyway... So this includes two people who who played the Doctor on Doctor Who. Uh, one who played it before Broadchurch was a thing. One who played it after Broadchurch was a thing. There's another person who was a companion on Doctor Who. And then there's yet another person who was a... Um, uh, one of the characters in um, a Doctor Who spinoff. So there are a lot of these people in here and you're like, 
it's really weird having them after knowing them in their other roles. Uh, but you, you get over that pretty quick. Even if you do watch that, the, um, this stands on its own. It's, it, I think it was very well done. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, is the, you know, is the first, the first season probably still is the best of the three, but the other two were good too. It, and, and they were very different. They sort of took different approaches. The first one was who killed this person. The second one was the trial that went on from that and a lot of the aftermath. And the third one was a rape investigation, plus tying up some more loose ends from the first series. So it, it, was, it was good. I like it. Thumbs up. The end. Ah, the end. And I managed to do that before my little timer ran out. Even though you had me talking for 10 minutes about just how I do my list. Ridiculous. Yeah. Or, or the timer's stuck and it's been sitting there at one minute for the last, you know, hour. And I just don't know. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Okay. Let's take a break. Uh, yeah. Thumbs up. Recommend Broadchurch. Take a look. It's, it's, it's not thousands of episodes like the entire law and, Law and Order universe. It's only whatever eight times three is. I can't do math in my head. Yes, you, you, you. Well, anyway, eight times three we're, is we're not something. Is, is it 20? 24. 20, 24. 24. 24. 24. Are you sure? Yes, eight times three is twenty-four. Yes, I'm very sure. Um, I, I, your math skills are amazing. Okay, let's take a break. We will be back with pandemic stuff, I guess. Pandemimes. I, I hope everybody is looking forward to that. It's an exciting, happy topic. Not. Back after this. Hi, my name is Brandy Donaghy, and I'm running for Snohomish County Council in District 5. Our county is made up of many vibrant communities, and I will work to ensure that everyone is as strong and self-sufficient as it can be. For more information or to get involved, visit my website at brandyforcouncil.com. I'm Brandy Donaghy, Democrat for Snohomish County, and I'm asking for your vote. Paid for by friends of Brandy Donaghy. Okay, we are back, and it is pandemic time. And oh, by the way, I think my timer actually is stuck at a minute. It's been sitting there for while we were on the break. Well, that 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 could explain why we didn't run over. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm going to try setting it back to 30 minutes for this segment. And let's go, and who knows if it'll move or not. Um, okay, so as usual, I guess I'll start with stats. Um, the worldwide numbers for deaths, which is what I, I say deaths as if I'm excited by it. I'm not. Um, uh, is, is continuing to decline, although it's slowing down. So we have, we've had an up and down and up and down and up and down. All these waves keep coming on a global level. Um, and, uh, so the most recent one peaked at the end of August and we've been heading down ever since, but the rate at which we're going down is slowing down a lot in the last week or so. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if we bottom out and start going up again. I hope we don't. I hope it keeps going down. But I'm kind of honestly here. I'm expecting it to bottom out and start going back up again. Because um, you look at the last couple peaks and compare this year to last year, they're kind of lining up. In terms of when it goes up and down, um, who knows? It may not stay that way, but uh, uh, I kind of suspect 
as the northern hemisphere gets colder and people start spending more time inside and less outside and blah, 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 uh, things will start heading up again. Uh, despite the, you know, increased vaccination all over the world, um, we still have enough unvaccinated people that there's plenty of room to grow. Crossing my fingers that even if it does go up again, it doesn't go up that high. But we'll we shall see. I mean, I look. It, this thing is going to go on forever, forever until I. I don't know about for no, that. No, the pandemic's not going on forever. But uh, I mean, the disease will be around, you know, for sure. But uh, but the, but the pandemic itself. I mean, into twenty twenty three. I mean, I think we're still going to be dealing with this into twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three for sure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, it, when, when we're talking on a global level, when we see that uh, even uh, even the countries ha- who have done really well with vaccine with vaccination uh, still have enough unvaccinated people that it's a it, it's a reservoir, and you still get you know you still get enough significant cases. Um, and you know the 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 goal is I, I shouldn't say the goal. Um, it's been clear for a while, since almost the beginning, frankly, that you're not going to get down to actual zero, right? Um, right? But where you want to get is that it's small enough that it's basically under control. You know, you're not getting these stories of overwhelmed hospitals, and you're not getting, right. you know, out of control growth. You have well, enough or, people or, that... Or, you know, people are getting sick, but it's happening, like, for example, I have... Uh, three friends of mine in the last month that I know are vaccinated that got sick. Right. Okay. With COVID. Um. Well, they were all recovering at home. Right. They were. They didn't need to go to a hospital. Okay. Now, it, it, I mean, they were sick. They had maybe some mild fever, whatever. But, but you know, but they were all recovering at home. None had to be hospitalized. Uh, all over fifty. Okay. Um. You know. So uh, some with some pre-existing conditions as well, but none of them went to the hospital. So they got some meds and they go whatever and they got treated and they're at home and that's it. Yeah. And as vaccination increases, uh, hopefully you'll get more and more of that. And we won't have to care as much about cases if they're not resulting in hospitalizations and deaths. Right. You know, and, and that's where you want and you want to have enough people vaccinated and or have temporary immunity from having caught the stupid thing um right that that it's hard for it to spread right um and so that it get you know you if you have an uh, if you have a case somewhere you know you get a little minor outbreak but you don't end up getting it running running rampant through a city or whatever um that that's where you want to be you're you're not looking for zero but you are looking for you know under control okay um and uh, so I mentioned the worldwide trends. Uh, U.S. is also worth mentioning. Uh, cases peaked and is going down. Uh, in the U.S., though, deaths is still heading up. It, has, it hasn't turned around yet. But with cases turning around, you would hope that deaths will soon. Um, although I'm looking at the, the, the cases chart in the U.S. and the seven-day average has ticked up again the last few days. Uh, so we shall see. We shall see. But uh, that that's where we are with the stats. Um, you know, vaccination still continues uh, 
to go at a decent pace worldwide, but you know, lots of places, as we've talked about before, uh, are having trouble. They they got to their initial plateau and are having trouble pushing it further. So that's well, where, that's where we are. Ah, so um, I know the big controversy that there's been boosters. going on has been boosters? about boosters, yeah, boosters, yes. So, uh, what's your take on this whole booster thing? So what, what what are your thoughts? I, I, first of all, I think that my main thought is that the Biden administration got excited about this and um, got ahead of ahead of where they should have been. Um, you know, and, and I think this is we've had uh, 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 and and there's some indications that maybe this was part of what was going on with the CDC guidance in July as well. But let's put that aside. In this case, it was very clear that the administration was putting out things like, it looks like we're going to have boosters. We're going to be ready on September 20th as soon as the FDA says it's okay. Um, and then the FDA actually looked into it in more detail and said, well, hold off a minute. You might need boosters in certain circumstances, but we don't have evidence that it's really needed in others yet. And, oh, by the way, we've really only got the research in on Pfizer, not on Moderna yet, and we don't know what to do about those Johnson & Johnson people either. And and because the Biden administration basically pre-announced this a few weeks back, um, now they look kind of stupid. Um, now, in terms of the actual science, in, in terms of the actual science here, um, I think it's... It, Look, what they've said so far is, look, probably everyone will need boosters eventually, but it looks like the evidence says that the only ones that really need it now-ish are people who are over 65 or at risk for various reasons, and for younger people, healthier people, no pre-existing conditions, not healthcare workers that are exposed all the time, etc., we can probably wait a little bit longer. And they're not saying you'll never need a booster. They're saying it's just the timing. That yeah, they're saying that the evidence isn't that you need it now. Um or at the eight month time frame or six month time frames that they'd been potentially talking about before. Um and also part of it, and so I'm 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 okay with that determination if that's where it is. There, there are a couple other controversies that are packed into that though. One is the notion that, okay, even if a booster could help, shouldn't we be concentrating more on getting those first shots out to everybody who needs it on a worldwide basis, not just the U.S.? Because that's more important for stopping or slowing down this thing. Like I said, we probably won't stop it. But then th boosters for people who've already had two shots. I don't actually agree with that second line of reasoning, and I'm going to tell you why. It's one of these things where you're like, okay, so uh, so we're trying to stand up protection for certain people. Say it's uh, say it's not this. Say okay, we're going around and there's a flood, and we're getting people out of the flood, right? Okay, mm -hmm. and so we build a barrier, okay, but the barrier to the flooding recedes after six months, okay. So what do you do? Do you let those people go and get flooded again that you already took out of the water? Or do you reinforce the barrier and keep extending the barrier? I think that if you've got the capability, I mean, you, you don't let the people that you already put on dry land just go back and just 
you know, whatever, not not be <laughs> protected. You, you, if 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 the case is that you need to reinforce the protection, you reinforce protection for those that, that you already gave it because that's what's indicated. You got to remember that. Well, it domestically, the problem with us not having first shots and a lot of people has nothing to do with vaccine availability. It has to do with people not going fucking getting their damn shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the second thing is that no, the availability it, question comes in when you start talking about international, like, should we international, should we start spending more on shipping vaccines out to countries where their the vaccination rates are really low before we start, you know, giving boosters to the people who already had two in the U.S. And I, I think if, my problem is that if you if you already got people vaccinated and and it's a it's a it's a multi shot r- regime and you need boosters you need to give the people a booster so you can't delay the boosters okay because otherwise it's like it's like you're covering one thing to leave another thing uncovered so what the fuck is well, the point although there's it's, plenty it's, of information there's similar to okay go ahead there's plenty of information that is showing that especially for the older population. Okay, for people age 65, you know, for the ones that the FDA has recommended it, that basically it's almost like we're just leaving them uncovered again. Okay, there there has been a lot of breakthrough cases. There's been a lot of information that nursing homes are are getting more exposed and so forth. And I just don't feel comfortable just saying to these people, oh, yeah, we gave you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got rid of first rate cheap. So now, you know what? Fuck it. You're going to have to wait again. Right. But this is exactly why the FDA did what they did and said, "Okay, yes, for older people. No, for younger people for right now. Um, Or unless you have some unless you have some additional reason to. Um, and, and that actually seems fine to me for now. I'm sure they will continue to reassess when boosters are needed for everybody else. Um, it seems clear that they will be needed. Uh, it's just a question of when and, t- and time. Right. The other right. thing besides that, oh, I, I was going to say, uh, the first versus third shot thing is actually very similar to the decisions that, for instance, uh, the UK and Canada made. Where they get, right. they were pushing every to nobody gets their yes. first shot, nobody gets their second shots shot until right. a certain percentage of people had already had their first. So Correct. they were concentrating yes. on getting first shots out to yes. everybody first, and then go back in a second round. And and that's honestly, it's worked pretty well for them. Right, uh, it's worked out rather than have this sort of first shot and then second but, shot but three weeks later. But that was a thing. supply issue in the UK and in those places. The reason they weren't doing the second shots is because they knew they didn't have they they had trouble getting supply and getting people lined in. Like I said like right now, the problem here has not been availability. The people who weren't getting first shots weren't getting first shots because the fuckers didn't want the damn first shots. Okay, the other thing that is brought up about this is that when you are looking at the efficacy over of when you are looking at the efficacy of the vaccines over time, part of what they are seeing is the ability to of these vaccines to block cases is declining significantly after, you know, 6, 8 months whatever. But they're holding their effectiveness against hospitalizations and deaths much better. There might be some decline, but nowhere near as dramatic. So what we're seeing is that you can get these breakthrough infections more readily as time progresses, but they're still relatively mild and not resulting in people dying. 
Um, and so that's another one of the arguments that says, hey, we can wait a little bit longer for the boosters because, you know, yeah, you might catch it, but, you know, you're probably not going to die. Well, I think this is my concern about this is that they're they're focusing on that. But, you know, when we're talking about at risk populations and stuff, OK, look, I, I get concerned about about a family like ours here where we've got an unvaccinated child. Right. And it's not like that's uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. Yeah, there are lots of kids. You've got lots of kids that are being exposed to adults that all of a sudden could bring it and then infect infect the child or, or vice versa that the child could bring it and then infect the adult. And, and 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 this is this is this is key by the way because uh part of it, it's it's you catching it but also you spreading it because there is evidence that you can even the vaccinated people still have some ability to spread although it is lessened even in delta but as you have this diminishing uh effectiveness even if you're still protected and you're not going to go to the hospital and you're going and you're not going to die if you can catch it and and asymptomatically give it to your kid or give it to your kid while you have those mild symptoms uh then yeah that's still something to worry about yeah and, and so that's my thing about um when you're talking about you know well you know whatever role you're not going to go to the hospital it it, it the factors aren't that clear cut. I get it that the over 65 is 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 a big concern because they're the ones that are most at risk. Check. OK, I see that they said the stuff about uh, people with, uh, you know, at risk that are under 65 check. But I, my concern, it, my concern has been that that I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I have an unvaccinated child and there's nothing I could do about it because I can't vaccinate the child. And when you've got, okay, great. So we got vaccinated, but, you know, with a vaccine that they know is waning in effectiveness, they they know it's waning in effectiveness. Right. They know it is. I don't think that, the, I don't think that that's a, there's an argument that it, that it's not waning. It definitely is. The okay? question is just how much and what, how, how much and, and what when, we... when and what to do about it exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm like, look, it, it, it's like, we can't just stand pat and do something, especially when there are, you know, a lot of us are in a co combined in a population where there are some people that right now at this point still can't vac get vaccinated. Right. And we're exposed to them all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and now you mentioned, you know, uh, not being able to vaccinate the under 12s. There's one thing that has been going around both for people wanting their third shot and for under 12s at this point, which is now that the Pfizer uh, vaccine has full authorization rather than emergency use authorization, um, some doctors are now prescribing these off-label or off-intended use uh, and giving people their third doses. Or giving okay. them to under 12s. Now, the FDA has warned against this, for instance, because there are people getting their under 12-year-olds vaccinated with the existing Pfizer vaccine. They just find a doctor who's willing to do it. And the dosage is supposed to be the same. 
Well, and it, but this is part of what FDA is saying, right? FDA is saying, well, part of the reason that the the research is undergoing and we haven't approved this yet is, you know, we're looking at what is the appropriate dosage. Right. And, yeah. and uh, you know, and we're still looking for safety issues. And because kids are not just many adults, there are different issues at play in terms of how it can potentially affect kids. Now, we all assume that it's probably going to be fine in kids and the dosages will be, you know, whatever you would expect with the weight ratio or something. I don't know. Um, but that's what they're still trying to figure out and they're still trying to make sure. So FDA is basically saying, hey, look, we know that there's some doctors out there who at this point are like, yeah, your your 10-year-old wants it? Sure, no problem. Here you go. But we recommend against that right now. Just give us a little bit longer. We will finish the research and approval and uh, check to make sure everything's okay. And the same thing with third doses. I mean, ever since they opened it up to immune immunocompromised people, um, basically there's no checks on that, right? You can walk into any place that has the vaccine and say, yeah, I, I have a condition. Give me my third shot. They don't check. They give you your third shot. Right. You know? Um, so if anybody really wants a booster right now, you can go get one. No one's going to stop you. The question is, what's the recommendation and 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 is it the proper right time to do it? I mean, I, I, I think at this point, because of my asthma, that I will try to go get the booster soon. Um, I have seen some of the effects that it has on people with uh, that that have asthma as a pre-existing condition. I, I'm not. I wasn't feeling warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I mean, and, and what, what, you know, frankly, what I'll do, I, I will do what my doctor says. I will talk to my doctor about this as I get close. Like, my eight months... Oh, 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 and talk to your doctor about that asthma medicine I sent you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, but like, it's... Yeah, no, it, not whatever me, no. Talk to him about the... I said Sam, Sam keeps saying that he forgets his asthma meds. So people on the show to listening to this torture him. I found a medicine that is actually given more periodically, so maybe Sam will forget his asthma meds and wound up at the ER again. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, like for me, like I didn't, I, I, whenever my eight months isn't up until like December or January or something, like if it's eight months that they recommend. If it's six, well, we're getting closer, right? You know, uh, but, uh, you know, I will, I, I will follow the recommendations. I'm not going to go directly against the recommendations, but since the recommendations include at risk populations, my asthma puts me into an at-risk category. So yes, it does. I will follow the appropriate recommendation for that category, you know? And not just my asthma. I've got some other pre-existing conditions. So I, I clearly am in the group that says, you know, if they say, if you've got extra risk factors, go ahead. Yep, that's me. I raise my hand. Oh, yeah. You're definitely one of those guys. So, yeah, get get your shit. <laughs> um... Uh, what, what other pandemic stuff? Uh, we, we have, um, you know, the, we have people resisting all of the, you know, like I saw something in, uh, for, you know, out of New York today where there was some, uh, waitress at a fancy restaurant that, uh, a, a bunch of people from Texas came and refused to show their vaccine cards. And when the, when the, uh, I guess not the waitress, the greeter, whoever it was, uh, said, you need to show your proof of vaccination to be seated inside. Uh, they beat her up. 
Yes, but they are in jail. Yes. Now, at least they didn't shoot her. No. You know, but no. we, we've got this stuff going on. We've got, um, uh, you know, you, we mentioned um, uh, hospitals getting overwhelmed. Uh, here in Washington State, um, we've got an issue with uh, overflow from I- Idaho. Um, Idaho is uh, has gone on emergency measures their hospitals are full they've got gone on the they've put on what what they call i I guess it's the crisis mode i I forget the exact words but basically it means that they're rationing care because they don't they don't have enough resources to give everybody who needs care care and so they're making decisions about who's the most likely to survive and those are the ones who are getting the care and if they if you don't make the cut sorry we can't help you we'll just try to keep you as comfortable as possible while you die um, we've got issues with, uh, people who need, uh, medical care for non COVID reasons being unable to find it. I've seen multiple cases yes. on, on Twitter over the last few days of people yes. desperately getting, asking to be retweeted all over Twitter, trying to find a hospital that will take their relative anywhere where they're like, we've called every hospital in a hundred mile radius of our house. And we can't find anybody who will take us for like, uh, you know, somebody who has, uh, you know, heart issues, or I've seen some, uh, cases where people are delaying cancer surgery and all, all kinds of stuff like that. That is happening very much in, you know, in, in the certain parts of the country that are the least vaccinated or where we're seeing this also with kids, uh, we're seeing this also in the less vaccinated parts of the country, but also added to that for kids in the parts of the country where they're saying, you know, we're not bothering with any precautions at school. You know, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to be socially distanced. You can just do whatever. And school is back to normal. And guess what? Those school systems are getting slammed with sick staff, sick kids, sick whatever, um, and, uh, the ones who are being more careful, you know, not saying they're not getting anything, you know, some of them are having problems too, but well, it's generally here Miami, it. for example, my, Miami, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach is this entire area. They're all wearing masks, but look in, in Miami Dade public schools, there were 13 employees that died of COVID. Yep. Okay. Now they were all unvaccinated. Okay. Yeah. You know, which is the really in infuriating part but but you know it's just you know yeah i mean and they're they are really towing the precautions okay you know fully mandated with masks and other stuff and and look the vaccination rates down here are not bad i mean there are are above the national average but you know especially in miami which is actually pretty highly vaccinated miami uh but Unfortunately, the school district, you know, they had 13 employees die, but, you know, which fucking were not vaccinated, which is the other thing. It was just, and of course, our governor resists any of su- such mandates at any places and, and threatens anybody that plans on mandating anything. I mean, he's just threatening anybody who is taking any precaution whatsoever. Yeah. That's what he spends every every day. Now, now a lot of people have decided, fuck you, okay, and... You know, uh, I will say that the areas that have the largest population centers have basically told them, "Okay, you 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 want to sue us? Fine, sue us. Go go ahead, do something. Mm-hmm. You want to play games? Go let, go play games. What the fuck are you going to do?" And in a lot of cases, he's had to basically take 
his threats and and eat them because they were just empty political games. Um, but you know, you look at the map right now. Uh, it, you know, it, it definitely here things have been improving from a peak in, vi- in virus cases that we had. But man, when you look at the U.S. map and you look at where Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, that that section there, holy shit. It's just a sea of just red in terms of how intense the cases are there. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, and those places are getting just completely overwhelmed. Right. It's just really bad. I mean, it's just the worst combination of both. Low vaccination rates, no measures, and well, that you've got Tennessee with with the worst freaking numbers in the nation. And, you know, they're barely at 44% vaccination in Tennessee. And, you know, and they've got a a, a sky-high case, you know, cases, you know, going and climbing higher still. Yeah, there there was a tweet, and I can't find it right now because my computer's being annoying. But, uh, you know, if you look at total deaths per capita for the entire pandemic so far. No. Um, for the longest time, New York, New Jersey, New England in general, that the Northeast United States was way higher than anybody else because they got slammed at the beginning be- right, before right, right. everybody figured out what to do, before they put precautions in place. And, and frankly, some of those places were slow. I mean, I remember way back at the beginning us talking on this show about what is New York waiting for? Why are they taking so long? Right. But, but, um, the, but we now for the first time have some of the States you just mentioned. Yeah. Their all time per capita has now exceeded those States. Right. And it seemed for a while, like nobody was going to get there. Like nobody, no matter what they could do would, would beat, you know, how bad it has been in New York and New Jersey, but nope, nope. Some of these places are now doing that, um, and and for cumulative total throughout the whole thing, right. um, cumulative total per capita cases, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah. Um, no, it's, I mean, right now, if I'm looking at this right now, the cumulative total per capita cases, Mississippi is right now number one, three hundred and ten per hundred thousand. New Jersey still second, 306, but then Louisiana at 289, and then they got New York State at 280. But, you know, like you said, all of those happened early in the pandemic. That is stabilized. This is all, you know, Mississippi has been just killing people all the way through the damn pandemic. Uh, New Jersey, look at it, it's the same thing at the beginning and then afterwards. But it's this whole thing. You know, you don't get vaccinated, then you refuse to to use any precautions or measures, and this is what you wind up with. It's like a never ending pandemic. And and really, I mean, to and it's so frustrating because this has been said from the very beginning, right? But to bring this thing to a close, you need all of these things. <laughs> you need the multiple right. layer protection. Everything. And now. Yeah. And now we have the vaccines. So that should be like number one. But, you know, part of, I think the, you know, we've talked about, I I think the, what's clearly now was a mistake in July of CDC and the administration, everybody else saying, oh, if you're vaccinated, it's all free now. Because again, 
every, you know, the unvaccinated people decided that it was all good now too. Um, and, and, you know, but you, what you need is even, you know, yes, you're vaccinated. That doesn't mean you get rid of all the other protections. You still need the whole suite of things until things get down to a controllable but look, level. But but this is like everything. We have been learning and we have been evolving as we go through along with this thing. So, like, look, our school district here in May had said, hey, we expect that because of the CDC guidance and what's going on, that we're not going to have to wear masks at the beginning of the next school year and that we're going to be able to ease a whole bunch of the restrictions. Right. Before the school year started, they said, well, you know what? We got new information <laughs> that shows that, you know what? That was a bad idea. You know, the information is really showing that we should continue with that. So you continue with that. And it's one of these things where, where you we have to be. It's a it's an evolving situation with new information coming in. And instead of like. And and the problem is that what we've got is a lot of people that are like getting pissed off and saying, "Oh, you people are lying, and this is all a plot to manipulate me," uh, you know, uh, and, and take away my free will. No, it, it's well, and, and also we just at a fundamental, even more basic level, like what you're telling me now is different one than what you told me last year. So therefore, how can I trust you about anything? Because this sort of this expectation <sighs> that the truth is universal and fixed and we have perfect right. knowledge. No. We have perfect information. No, we, are, we don't. We are learning constantly. So, yes, what we tell you now will be different than what we told you last month or because last we learn year. more. Yeah. And, and, and because this virus is changing. That too. Yeah. And, and so there are all of these people who are like, you know... You told me the wrong thing about masks in February 2020. Therefore, I'm never going to oh, trust God. you on anything again. Listen, if the, I, I can't imagine sending these fuckers to war. Okay, all right? If this was World War II, okay? Hey, they're shooting on the Western Front. Okay, great. I'm like, you know, but there's it's clear on the Eastern Front. They get to the Eastern Front, all of a sudden they're sprayed with bullets, and they're going to... Uh, what are they going to do? Well, you lied to me! Uh, no... You're just shooting. I mean, it's. I mean, these people just march into death with no problem. Well, the the report says that the, you know they said told me that they were just not shooting over there. These fucking people. I I just it's just ridiculous. I I, I can't imagine how they deal with weather. The weather has got to drive these people nuts. <laughs> what do you mean it's going to rain? You told me it was going to be sunny last week. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these people must be railing at every fucking weather report that get uh, that they get that is different from what was before. Yeah. Anyway, can you imagine this guy looking at the phone? It's fucking gonna rain. These lying meteorologist bastards. <laughs> and and look, I know that's frustrating. And and uh, you know, I've said from the very beginning, like the you know communication. On this, I mean, it was horrible during the Trump administration. The Biden administration has tried to do better, but frankly, they haven't done great either uh, in terms of, you know, setting expectations correctly and that things will change. I and think, that we, look, I, 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 look, I think this, this administration has done the best, it, 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 you know, they have tried to steer and give you the best information they have. Okay? They're not actively trying to kill me. 
Even this thing about boosters. First of all, there was an initial leak, but then they started talking about it openly. And when they did start talking about it openly, they did always include the caveat that we will be ready when FDA says it's necessary. Right. And then so FDA says, well, it's not necessary yet for most people. Um, but there's still like, you know, people just aren't that subtle. If you say X, Y, Z, if ABC... Nobody listens to the FABC, you know? Yeah, I get that. But but my whole point is that whatever information I know I'm getting from this administration is not from a whole bunch of fucking people that are actively trying to kill me. <laughs> yes. In order to win an election. Yeah. You at, at least feel like they're trying their best. Yes. As opposed to... To give me information so I could be safe and make, a, you know, and have my family safe. It's not perfect information. Yeah, even when they fall short, you feel like they're trying and they're they're wanting to do the right thing. And yes, they occasionally fall short. Whereas in part, like I, I, I've on the Republican side, I've started to hear people talk about how is it now the explicit Republican strategy that they want COVID to be as bad as possible so they can blame Biden for it? I would say I, I would think so. Yes. I, and I think, and the worst thing is they're trying to actively kill their own voters. You know, and and uh, I I saw there there was um there was an analysis. The same person who keeps putting out like charts of you know uh, vaccination rate versus uh, sickness and and the red blue specifically, you know, uh, correlation of deaths and cases and everything else to percent Trump vote in twenty twenty. That same person did an analysis that basically said, look, a bunch of people have been asking the question, how much do the Republicans have to kill themselves through being stupid on COVID <laughs> to actually flip some red states blue, right? Like, you know, and and basically what he figured out is um, it's not enough. <laughs> you know, yes, there, there, there is a differential rate where Republicans are dying faster than Democrats because of this. But first of all, you had the big effects in the Northeast that we talked about. A lot of Democrats died last year. Okay. Um, right. But second, beyond that, um, even with the huge numbers we're talking about, uh, it's probably not enough to 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 swing elections at this point. Uh, and, and it also very much depends on where, right? Like if you've got a deep, deep red state, you kill a bunch of Republicans, it's still deep red, just a little bit less deep. Right. You know, what really matters is the is the purple states. And, you know, it's much harder to tell what's going on there. Um, but they said, you know, the, the other part of it is uh, in addition to people dying, this whole thing is also really revving up the Republican base and getting them madder and madder and madder. And so, you know, that's going to get them out to the polls. So, I don't know. Well, look, we, we, we you know, we, 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 maybe we, we, you know, getting them out to the polls. As you mentioned polls, so they throw it out there. Didn't work very well in California. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's not a very purple state either. Well, but you would have thought that if they were going to, you know, be all revved up and whatever, whatnot, it it, it, it ended up know, being it, about it, it, about the same as the Biden Trump results, and in fact, uh, even better for the Democrats by a slight amount than the Biden Trump results. It, it, exactly. So that's why I'm like, look, if you if if basically you made you actually had a worse result than then, I mean, 
what the fuck are you guys doing? You know? Right. So. Yeah. And, and when you look at polls on like, um, how, how the administration is handling things, they are way down in the last couple months, both because of Afghanistan and because of COVID stuff. But, um, the, the folks who really feel like it's wrong are still, it, it, there's the there's the core group of Trump voters that's that's between thirty and forty percent, and that's always there, you know. Well, here is one thing that it, it, we talk about. Let's talk about uh, core support. Okay, the Biden administration issued a whole bunch of vaccine mandates that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, to uh, corporations or whatever. Which some people are arguing we weren't even sure about the legality, and turns out that there is, uh, there there is. Uh, uh, law that they were following from OSHA, okay, that allowed them to regulate the businesses in order to mandate the vaccines. And a lot of companies are complying with that. But uh, but the polling data showed that those mandates were actually wildly popular, that almost everything in there was overwhelmingly popular, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that, that people thought that, no, these mandates are going to backfire, whatever, whatnot, and all the polling data came back and say people were like, "Great, awesome," and and also just more to the point, like there are lots of people who are out there saying, you know, if I'm mandated, then I'm you know I'm going to quit. I'm not going to do it. Blah blah blah. In in almost every case where these have been instituted, almost nobody quits. If anybody, very and, few people, very and, few people, and lots and lots of people are saying, "Oh, okay, if you're going to make me, I'll get the vaccine." Yes. Yes, that's been the net result. All of these, like, well, you're, I'm going to quit my job if you take a vaccine. Over 90, per, 90 plus percent of them go get their fucking vaccine and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think that's enough pandemic. Let's take a quick break and we will come back with our, what what did I call it? The something for the, the something fantastic four no the four, four times pack. four the four pack the four pack the four, the four pack fl- we'll we'll floor, be back floor the floor pack no floor floor uh, yeah floor, floor? no floor? whatever wait we'll be what? we'll be back yeah that's it yeah back after this AfricaFocus.org features high-quality analysis and progressive advocacy on African issues with a particular attention to priority issues affecting the entire continent. The heart of the website is the Africa Focus Bulletin. Other features include regularly updated Africa-related news feeds and a set of country pages with extensive background and links on each African country. If you follow African issues or are even curious, visit AfricaFocus.org today. Okay, we are back, and it's time for our four-pack. Four-pack. I, I, I actually remembered what it was over the course of the break. I will say that even though at the beginning of this episode, I excitedly said that my timer is working again, the one that's silent, it has failed almost every single time so far and uh, gotten stuck like with one minute left, or in the case of last segment, it got stuck with 29 minutes left. So for these, this four-pack, where it's actually going to be kind of important... How many minutes are we doing again? Seven minutes per... T- all right, I'm going to put my timer oh, I, I, here. I, I, I was going to say, I'm going to use the one that, clicks, that ticks after all. 
But if you want to use yours, that's well, fine. Well, I've got the, the beeping beeper. Yeah, but but it's silent while it's doing it. It only beeps at the end. Well, right, right, right. Well, let's see. Let's see if it's working. Yeah, I heard a beep. I heard a beep. Yep. Hold on. That, that's that's okay. very right. exciting. So, okay, so, right, Yvonne, seven. give yourself seven minutes. What's your first mini topic? Uh, let's talk about... Uh, <laughs> that's one way to use up your seven minutes. Uh, let's talk about this, this, uh, the, uh, silly, uh, thing with, uh, 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 Whatchamacallit? Uh, yes. We yes. got a couple of silly things. Uh, oh, man. Pick one. You could do this. Okay. You uh, could do this. All right. Let's talk about the Facebook fe- meaningful and social interactions stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so, it, it, so what I read about this is that. Facebook was screwing around with their algorithm in order to to get people to interact more uh, related to certain topics. And that Facebook had data that clearly indicated that those tweaks that they did were basically just creating far more. Well, back up, back up slightly. This was yeah, this was okay. a reaction to all the criticism over the 2016 election. Correct. One of the things they did was say, okay, fine. We'll work to, instead of promoting sort of professionally created news content, we are going to prioritize things from people you actually know. Okay? Right. Um, but it's still all about engagement. They're still trying to maximize engagement, but they were going to prioritize actual people that, you know, well, and what, what all these people that apparently people know share is fucking just bullshit. Disinformation. Well, Here's the thing. And this is, well, or at least those are the ones that generate the most. Yes. So here's the, the, the bottom line is whether it's professionally created content or content from your friends, the stuff that gets engagement is the stuff that makes people mad. Right. And so they're looking for the people who are commenting and the people who are, you know, reacting and blah, 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 blah. Now, the fact that like, you know, some of those comments and reactions are, you're a stupid fucking idiot who's full of shit doesn't matter it's a reaction that's cool right you know and so it turns out that through all of this the mechanism like and and it's still all about the professional content creators like the you know the various websites and news sites and whatever but they found out in order for their stuff to get traction on facebook with this algorithm they needed to put stuff that first of all got got somebody to share it initially so clickbait from the very beginning but then you want something that once it's shared, people will be mad about. And, and, and so, yes, so you get these vicious cycles and basically what Facebook found with their internal studies is, is yeah, their solution, quote unquote solution that 
prioritized <laughs> made everything a lot worse. Actually made things worse. And then Facebook came up, you know, some of the engineers at Facebook came up with some ways to make this better. Um and and Zuckerberg was like, you know, I'd be okay with a limited test of this, but I don't want to go wide scale on this because fundamentally to fix this problem actually also lowers engagement. And engagement is Facebook's these meaningful social engagement metrics are, you know, Facebook's bottom line, essentially. They, they can tie that to the advertising. They can tie that to, to everything that they use to make money. And so if you've got something that would make Facebook a more pleasant place to be with less disinformation, but because of that, people are less engaged and visit Facebook less often, you know, well, you don't want that. Because that's going to hurt the bottom well, line. Well, here's the one thing, right? There, there are certain things about that 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 works and doesn't work, okay? But I think that also depends on the individual user and what the hell you do with it. I, I do think that Facebook, they created a monster that if you realize how it happens and you tweak what you do, you don't get a lot of this, okay? Uh, so what I did was... I realized I basically anything that was like news related for the most part, I got rid of, I don't follow any of those. Just unfollow them. Just got rid of them from my feed. Nothing related to news. Um, and so the only things that I have really are, 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 are a, a group of people that I know. And my group of people that I have as friends is far more limited than I see a lot of people. It's just a few hundred people. That's it. Okay. But then all the groups that I joined are either joke groups or, or something related to cars or cart or, or sharing of cartoons. That's pretty much it. Like the world of Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> or, or Bizarro. Okay. Whatever. Just stuff like that. And though these groups, thankfully, as time has evolved, uh, most of the people in these groups, we become very protective of the groups. So you have some very aggressive moderators. Basically, the rules just say no politics. And boy, listen, it, it's like right now the rules are, look, you post a politics thing, you're basically just thrown out of the group. I mean, you don't even get right now. It's at a point on most of these. You don't even get a warning. Mm. OK, you posted it. Fuck it. Because it, it's just people trolling. You determine it's like, fuck you, you're thrown out. Okay, it's like that. That that's that's the thing that happens. You even make a comment complaining about the fact that you get that that that. Oh, can I post about politics? Get thrown out? Boom! That gets you thrown out immediately. We're not the, the the policy is zero tolerance. So for the most part, the groups now every once in a while, some people you see that just a group of people that are just trolling tried to band in and just crash into the group. It happens all the time. And you will get an admin basically posting, hey, a group of people tried to basically circumvent the rules, okay? And we basically just had to throw out, I don't know how many people in one shot. It just We're just reminding people that, you know what? We're not tolerating this shit. But it's just, here's a problem. Most groups and people don't do that. And so what happens is, I was in another car group where one of the admins basically said, I'll just let anybody post anything. Look. That group got so toxic that basically, actually, Facebook wound up banning it every time. Right. They 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 shut down the group. That it got so toxic, and so it. it, it but it's just the it, it's. What I will say is this: that I've been able to extract something useful 
and entertaining from it, but that's in spite in spite of the application, not because of how it works. Right. Okay. So I'll, I'll your time is up. I'll say one thing on this before. My, well, my, yes, that was the yes, beeping. before my topic. Um, I'll say one thing about this before my topic, uh, which is my usual refrain on these kinds of things. Only show me stuff from people that I follow and show it to me in chronological order and stop with all the engagement maximizing bullshit algorithms. Just show me what I ask for. Nothing else. No more, no less. And you will make me so happy and you will eliminate 99% of these kinds of bullshit problems uh, with, with all this misinformation and everything else. You won't get rid of all of it, but the, the algorithms are amplifying anger and it causes all of this kind of stuff. Now, of course, yeah, I understand why they don't do it because maximizing engagement is how you maximize revenue. But, you know, it causes all of these other problems too. There has to be some middle ground. And, you know, I, I know, you know, for a certain amount, you know, I, 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 would I pay for that? Yeah, I would pay for that. I mean, Frankly, I do for, for Twitter. I use TweetBot, which is now on an annual subscription. It's really cheap. It's like, there you go. And, and it gives me Twitter without the bullshit, without the algorithm. It just shows me what I subscribe to in the right order um, and gives me all kind. you know, and I, it, I don't have to deal with the suggested tweets and the this and the showing things in the order it thinks will be most. I, no, it just just give me who I subscribe to in fucking order. There is a way to get to that view of Facebook as well, but it takes a couple clicks and it always resets back. So you have to go looking for it every time you want it. And you know, I know where it is. I know how to get it, but I, I usually don't bother with it either because it takes a couple extra clicks. But if yes, you, but much. if you said, you know, Hey, Facebook, give me, give me a reasonable amount. I wouldn't pay like $20 a a month or something. But if you told me a relatively reasonable small price that just said, make that my permanent view, I would pay it. The problem is the amount I'd be willing to pay it is probably less than what Facebook makes off me through doing it this way. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, but I think that they could do a much better job of it, but anyway, they refuse to do so anyway. Uh, by the way, in the good news department. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. And, and I, and I, and sometimes I feel a little twinge of saying that this is good news, but it is good news. Okay. You remember Laura Loomer? Uh, I know what your good news is going to be. Uh, conservative, empty-head person. Yeah, yeah, psych- yeah psycho, anti-Muslim, anti-vaccine, yeah, yeah. anti-everything. Well, she had been wishing that she got COVID for a long time. I hope to get COVID so I can prove to people that I've had bad, bad bouts of food poisoning that are more serious and life-threatening than a hyped-up virus. Well, guess what? She has COVID. And let me tell you something. This is what she just wrote. Just pray for me, please. Can't even begin to explain how brutal the body aches and nausea that come with COVID are. I am in so much pain. Oh, you poor thing. You know, I heard someone say, you know, that that COVID karma is in overdrive uh, with, you know, especially all these sort of anti-vax, the COVID is a hoax, 
all, all of these folks, with so many of them, you keep hearing about them getting sick and lots of them dying, frankly. Yes. Um, now, like I think I mentioned last week, this is selection bias, right? You hear about the ones that have really serious cases, but, but it, still. Actually, you know, we talk about that, but look, here's the reality. It's not that much selection bias. Let me tell you something. Everybody that, I, 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 like right now, it's just so many of them, okay? <laughs> all right. It, it, it's just, this is not, you know, at some point, you know, I, I can't remember we were sharing some of these in Slack and it's like, we've lost track of these people. If it was like, I mean, it's just, you've lost track of them at this point. Um, so anyway, all right. So your turn. My turn. Okay. You're going to set my seven minutes. I got, I got your seven minutes on. Okay, go. Okay. Now, should I hem and haw for three or four me- minutes before I start like you did? You could do that <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I, I won't do that. Um, I, I want to bring up the, um, there was that new, uh, Bob Woodward book, um, uh, Mm. that is, is talked about several different things, but the biggest headlines I think coming out of that, uh, were general Milley, uh, in the waning days of the Trump administration, uh, basically, doing a bunch of things that were aimed at keeping Trump from starting a war, uh, you know, in the last couple of months of his administration. Um, the things that have been mentioned, one, are him having a, f- a few phone calls uh, with, uh, with his counterparts in China, uh, basically saying, don't worry, we're not going to attack you. Because apparently we had intelligence that the Chinese were getting really nervous because they felt like from their sources, they, they thought Trump was gearing up to do something, uh, you know, as uh-huh. a, as a wag the dog type scenario, either, uh, either right before the election or between the election in January, uh, to, to, to sort of, uh, boost whatever he was going to boost. And so they were worried that, uh, Donald Trump would just order a flat out attack on China. And General Milley uh, went and basically told them, no, 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 look, that's not going to happen. We have nothing planned. We've got, you know, we've got a relationship. He's like, tells his counterpart, I've known you for many, many years. Uh, You know, if if something was going to happen, there'd be a buildup. It wouldn't be like out of the blue, you know? Um, And so on the one hand, there's been a lot of, there was a lot of criticism there basically saying, Wait a second. Is is he trying to undermine uh, his own president? Is that like, uh, you know, what does that do for the civilian military, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and there was a lot of that talk the first 24 hours after this story broke. Uh, it turns out that uh, the Secretary of Defense was in on this. Uh, there were there was state department representation on the phone calls. There was a whole interagency po- um, a process followed. There were all kinds of people in the room from all kinds of different agencies. Um, you know, and so. Right. This wasn't some rogue now, guy. Going. Did Donald Trump himself say, go tell the Chinese not to worry? Probably not. Um, however, this was part of a, you know, there are mechanisms in place to make sure there is a certain level of communication between the U.S. and Russia, between the U.S. and China, uh, et cetera, uh, to, right. to make sure that if anything ever happens, it's not an accident. Exactly. That's right. 
you know, and this is part of that process uh, to just make sure like the communication is there. Like, you know, hell, we may at some time actually have a full all out war with Russia or China. I hope not, because that would be disastrous. Jesus, I hope not. But, for God's sakes, come on. What, what, what are you? What? Are, what? Are, come on. But, what are you talking about? Come on. No. Let's, let's not. No, let's not. Uh, but you know, if anything like that was going to happen, it, like General Milley said, it's not going to be an out of the blue surprise, right? You know, it's going to be like tensions building over the course of months, and then some trigger event happening, and then figuring out how to respond to that trigger event and blah, blah, blah. It's not just going to come out of the blue. Um, uh, and, and most likely, you know, who knows? But And what China was afraid of, of course, was that Trump was crazy and would do something out of the blue. Well, okay, well, that's that part's not wrong. Well, and, and part of this report is also basically Milley stating outright that he thought Trump was not in proper control of his mental faculties. Um, and that there was danger from this. And the other thing that was mentioned, first of all, you know, there were, uh, some things backed up in this book that had been reported previously about him having conversations with various people in Congress, uh, about this, uh, including Nancy Pelosi and, and sort of agreeing with Nancy Pelosi that, you know, we had to have mechanisms in place to keep Trump from doing anything absolutely nuts. So, um, God, Jesus Christ. But the, the, the other part of that is apparently he called in a whole bunch of the appropriate generals and other people in charge, uh, to remind them about processes around, uh, the use of nuclear weapons. Okay. And this is actually interesting because, it contradicts some of the things we've heard publicly before, uh, because he basically said, if if any order comes like this, you have to follow the defined process to the letter. But he said, that process includes me, which from what we'd heard reported previously about how the nuclear football works and how authorization to use nuclear weapons works that we'd heard there were no such checks and balances. You don't need like the joint chiefs of staff to sign off on it or whatever. Um, And so there's a little bit of a contradiction there. What's, what's actually right here. And presumably the detailed procedures are all classified, right? For good reason. Um, But it's interesting here. and, And, you know, sort of, this is the, you know, I'd said before on this show, like if you really did have somebody like Donald Trump in a mentally incapacitated state or or not even in a mentally incapacitated state, let's just say, you know, he he decides something off. Yeah, the- OK, let me just you know, like that movie. Yeah, there was this movie. A while where the president goes nuts and launches missiles. Right, right. So, it, it like, but yeah. in any case, if Donald Trump decided, you know, we're going to Martin Sheen. It was called the uh, oh god, uh, I got to. It was a Martin Sheen movie. You guys can look it up. Okay, let, okay, let, let, let me finish. I don't care about the damn movie. Um, he sends the missiles. You got to look at that part. It's 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 about this. A- Telling you, any, he goes anyway, just decides to fucking nuke. Anyway, um. You know, if Donald Trump just decides to nuke Tehran or something, let alone if he like decides to nuke 
Paris or something. But let's say he decided to nuke Tehran. Then first of all, uh, General Milley was reminding everybody, you only have to follow legal orders. And we have to have a process to determine if the order is legal. Um, but but I, I think what, I, what I've said before, I sort of got distracted there. What I said before was, look, if you have this situation, regardless of what the law says, if the law and existing procedures say, if the president order it, if the president orders it, it gets done, period, end of story, blah, blah, blah. The reality, if you are in that kind of situation, is that illegal things would happen. People would say, no, I'm not going to do that, even though you have I mean, a legal right to order Come on. It. I mean, anybody gets, look like right now, I mean, just out of the blue, without a crisis brewing or something or whatever, you just get an order to fucking, like, nuke a few cities, okay? You think you're not going to go, what the fuck? Wait, I got to check what the fuck is going on first before I launch some nukes. Right. I mean, what would happen in any of these sort of, any of these president goes rogue type scenarios that you're talking about, somebody up and down the chain of command would refuse to do what they were told, even if they were legally required to do it, and they'd work out the legal niceties later. And maybe that person- You're just a slow walk at whatever. You're, You're just not all of a sudden, you know- we're not technically disobeying, but let's just say, well, you know, it's going to take a while to get these missiles out. Yeah, we're going to have to prepare that. It's going to take us a few days, you know, or whatever. Right. And in the meantime, during those few days, you start rounding up the cabinet and try to do the 25th Amendment or something, you know? Right. Um, okay. Something would happen and they'd work it out later. At least that's what you'd hope. You cross your fingers. Right. And that's apparently what we saw here is like as close as we've gotten to that kind of thing probably since since Watergate when you know similar orders were given don't listen to Nixon unless you come talk to me first um you know those same kind of things you know we saw it here you know Milley was basically putting in to place layers that said you know if you get some sort of crazy sounding order come check with me first before you go do it yeah and you know and maybe that's an overstepping of his authority from some technical legal point of view, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want a situation where the military in general can override the president. That is not our system. That is not what we want. But having a system where if the military gets an order that's completely bonkers, they say, wait a second, we have to think about this first? Okay, I'm okay with that. I want to... By the way, the movie was called The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. It was, it was, yes. It, it, it had Martin Sheen in it. And Martin Sheen, at some point, there is a scene where he has a... a it, th- there was this guy, Christopher Walken, could, like, see the future. And he grabbed his hand, and he could see that that, that Martin Sheen was running for the Senate but that he became president and that he lost his marbles and threatened one of the guys in, in, in the cabinet to give the, 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 you know, there's supposed to be a two, two people to validate an order to read his handprint. There was some crisis that was brewing and he decided to fuck him. I'm, I'm, I'm nuking him. And he just launched the, the nukes and he was at camp David. And then all of a sudden he walks outside and some of his, I think some people were like, the, the, from I think from his staff or whatever, Mr. President, Mr. President, we think we have a a peaceful solution to it, and he just goes, the missiles are flying, 
Hallelujah. And, you know, I will say this, that that, back then, that was in the 80s, that scene really gave me, gave me, gave me some nightmares. Right. Okay. I, okay. I will, I will add that movie to my list. Uh, the bottom line was, you know, hey, once again, we, we have this Woodward book giving more color to situations. We, we had kind of heard this stuff way back when it was happening, right? In December and January. Yes. Uh, but there's a lot more detail here and there's a lot more stuff and it just sort of fills no, well, out there the There's a whole bunch of other criti- really negative criticism about Woodward's book in terms of, and it also brought out some other criticism of some other yeah. previous books where Woodward has been shown to have done that before. So been, He's been a little, because he's trying to make a good story. Um, yes. Yeah, and we, yeah, he, he's been criticized from that before. The other thing that's been criticized about a lot of these Trump books is, hey, some of this would have been really useful to just put in the newspaper when you first found out about it, instead of saving it yes, for please. nine months for your book. For your fucking yeah. book, right. Okay, uh, that, that, that's, that's mine. Okay, seven more minutes for you, Yvonne. Go! Set your timer. Uh, seven minutes. Seven more minutes. All right, so... Uh, all right. So what, what happened to Nicki Minaj's, uh, cousin's friend's balls? Okay. Isn't this just COVID, but okay, fine. All right. So it is just COVID. Well, okay. It is just COVID. So we don't want to talk, talk about, you can, Nicki Minaj's you can talk about her cousin's friends. friends balls if you want to. Maybe we don't want to talk about basically misinformation and COVID. Well, let's, let's talk it's a more vaccine. It's more more COVID and vaccine misinformation, which anti-vaccine bullshit, whatever. So, all right. So we'll not we're not going to talk about the balls. We'll talk about uh uh the the Apple stuff, okay? Because what the hell? Let's talk. About well, we we talked stuff. about the Apple emergency release um, earlier. So you want to talk about the hardware stuff they announced, or do you want to talk about the reason for the emergency release? Well, we didn't talk about why they released the release. Yeah. I think that's more interesting. I mean, new hardware. Okay. They new phones, new watches, new iPads. That's about it. Nothing super exciting. So, okay. We covered the hardware. Oh, I will say the one thing that was interesting was that now they got one terabyte of storage on the phone. You know, and I used to like, I I would use, yeah, there there was a time when I would have been like, Ooh, Ooh, I I need a, a maximized storage at all times. But you know, I, I, I let me let me let me check my let me well, ju- I'm going to check my phone. I am at I have out of my 512 gigs. I only had 100 150 gigs available. Mine's still loading, but I think I'm similar. Uh yeah, here we go. 149 out of 512. That's not a heck of a whole lot. I, and you know, I'm a fairly heavy user of this damn thing. I use it for all kinds of stuff, but you know, I I have it optimized so it it doesn't. I mean, I've got many many. Yeah, yeah. I've got a huge amount of images and movies and stuff like. But it's it's synced to the cloud, and I don't keep all of it on my phone. I keep all of it on my computer, but I don't keep all of it on my phone. And so, like, I'm like, I could, I I'm I could actually fit in two fifty six fairly comfortably. I didn't even need the five twelve. You know. And do I need a terabyte? Now, it's tempting. I always like to sort of... I, I generally follow the rule... More storage. Yeah, I mean, look. and, and More memory. And I, more power. And look, I just got this one. And I, I've said before, I'm kind of pissed that I couldn't... I didn't end up waiting 
for September because I would have just gotten a 13. But like I look at it and I'm like, I my usual approach when I buy things is like I max them out in order to maximize the useful time before I feel like it's old. Like I I don't do the every year trade-in. I ma- you know, I max it out hoping that it'll last several years, right? But and so like if I went by that theory, I'd 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 get this one terabyte version right away. But then I look and I'm like and I guess the theory is I'm not using it now, but by the time this thing is three years old, I will be. But at this point, I'm not sure I will be. You know? Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe so, not. like, if I had to buy one today, but, but I'm not I, sure I, I, I'd buy I, that I will one. tell you this, though. I, I will tell you this, though. I, I did that the last time where I thought, ah, maybe I won't get the... 512 gigabytes i wound up saying oh what the hell am i talking about but then but you're using like less than 200 of it no i have 150 available oh 150 available i thought you were saying 150 used no 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 available Ah, Available. okay no i'm using a hefty okay fine you're over 50 percent so you're 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 well north of 50 you're past the 256 so you made the right choice yeah yes 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 i'm well past 256 yes Definitely. Yeah, and and I'm so, I'm not right now. So, no. Okay. So on the other hand, maybe that means I just have to find things to fill my phone with. Well, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I mean, you don't have your phone filled, but because you know, come on, give me a fucking break. Well, speaking of, and I do want to get to the why Apple did the emergency releases, but I will mention since you did that the other day, Alex came to me. He's you know because he re- records videos on his computer of gameplay and blah blah blah. And the other day he comes to me and it's like, hey, you know what I just found on my computer? <laughs> what? He's like, well, I went to sit down on my computer and realized the screen recording was still on. Oh my God. Holy smokes. It had been recording his screen for the previous 18 or 19 hours. Okay. And so, yeah. And, and honestly, it wasn't that big a file because most of the 18 or 19 hours, well, nothing was saying. happening. Like, right but now. but yeah. Yeah, it's still, it's that's uh, what I figured. Okay. Real quick. Apple, these emergency releases, it's because this Israeli firm had an exploit out in the wild that let them basically take over somebody's phone just by sending them an iMessage. Uh, right. And you didn't even have to open it or click it or anything. Yeah. Nothing. There was, my, my understanding was that aside, uh, inside the iMessage, there was a hidden file that was in some kind of a PDF or something, and that it would execute some arbitrary code and then would allow for the phone to be t- taken over. So that's why they issued the... Uh, yeah. And here's the thing. Apple, of course, does not like this. This is not an appropriate use as far as they're concerned. Um, and so as soon as they found out about it, the, the time from when they found out about this, when the security researcher reported it to them, to when they had this patch was like a week. Okay. Um, so they moved on it very quickly, very aggressively, pushed it out. There was lots of publicity about it. Um, but, you know, the company who does this, of course, is like, hey, look, you know, we only do this to, you know, we, we provide our service to governments so they can go after criminals. And, you know, and then, you know, the security folks are, yeah, but we found this on a Saudi dissident's phone, right? Right. And, well, the, but the thing is, well, guess what? If you're talking to the government of Saudi Arabia, that dissident is a criminal. Right. You know, and so the whole notion of, like, you know, because you hear people talk all the time about, technologies and uh how it'll only be used 
you know, by the good guys, essentially. Right. No. Like, if, 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 you, if you make it, they will come. <laughs> you know? If, if you make something available to the U.S. government, that's going to be available to the Saudi well, government, the Russian government, every whatever. Hack. Like, when they stole all those NSA tools, right? Yeah, okay. and, and, and the, I was going to say that next. After the governments, it inevitably will leak out and become available to everybody. Uh, and all the bad guys will have it. Right. And, and that's exactly what's happened before. Uh, you know, so, uh, and, and so that's when, you know, people start talking about putting back doors into systems so that they can, you know, appropriate authorities can read the encryption and all of that kind of stuff. That's the problem with those scenarios is that it, once you've built that back door, maybe you built it with the notion that, you know, only a completely legitimate investigation by a good government, properly authorized by judges into really heinous crimes will will take advantage of this but that's never going to be the reality you talk about back doors and you remind me again about nuclear war and old movies okay yeah and so you remember the old war games movie do you watched war games for god's sakes so the one thing is that of course you know uh, matthew broderick was able to get into the system because a typical thing for back then was the people and i and i did this a couple of times myself where i would I, I, I had installed a system for somebody and I always left a password for, in for myself for me to later just walk in and do whatever that it didn't matter how they changed passwords or whatever that I could get it into the system. And that's, you know, that's the problem with a back door is that, look, if you left it, if you know it, somebody probably can find it and fucking get in and do and cause a whole bunch of damage. That's the damn problem with all of those. Yep. It, it's they're never, never, never that secure. Okay. So. Was that my, that was my first one, right? No, no, that was my Apple stuff that I picked. So now you've got your final subject. Oh, you, so now I have one more. I have one more subject. Yes, you have one more. War Games movie. You should watch it. If, if those of you haven't watched it. I, I, I will add it. If it's not already on my list, I'll add it back. I, I've watched it, but not for a long time, I don't think. Yeah, I, I actually watched it relatively recently. Actually, that movie You know there still, was a sequel, You know too. what? Wasn't there a War Games too? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was terrible. Just, just got off. No, there wasn't a sequel. That was just. I don't know. Just, okay, my turn. Give me my seven minutes. Give you your seven minutes in three, two, one, go. Okay, I am going with uh, the airstrike in Afghanistan right before the U.S. F- uh, troops pulled out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the story at the time was that there was an ISIS-K attack in progress. Basically, there was a truck full of explosives heading to the airport to try to kill more Americans and Afghans trying to uh, flee Kabul. Um, And the the U.S. uh, blew up a truck. And at first, you know, the reports out of... uh, The official reports out of the U.S. government were... You know, righteous attack. We killed the bad guy. We prevented uh, an attack on our troops. Uh, we don't believe there were any innocent civilians killed. Um, well, very rapidly, that story started to change mm-hmm. uh, when you got reports from people on the ground. Uh, the first things that we heard were, yeah, but when the, when you hit the truck, the truck, the truck blew up, but also the explosives in the truck 
also blew up, and so you killed a bunch of innocent civilians in the area. Right. Um, and and then we heard that for a few days. Um, and then uh, both the New York Times and the Washington Post did extensive investigations with their own experts, both talking to people on the ground and examining video evidence and pictures of the scene and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and basically, the, ter- the determination there was, no, the U.S. completely fucked up the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the, the, there, there were no explosives on the truck. No. The driver of the truck worked for an American charity oh, that was driving around town distributing food to people who needed it. Um, he had finished his day driving around town, uh, picking up food, delivering food, all that kind of stuff. And he had come home for the evening and, you know, his, his kids and his nephews ran out to him, like when he arrived at home and that's when they hit the truck, it blew up, it killed him, it killed another adult and it killed seven kids. And they were all completely and totally innocent. They had nothing to do with ISIS-K. They were not doing anything nefarious at all. The guy was a delivery driver for a goddamn food charity. <sighs> um, and, uh, you know, and with these exposés from both the U.S., uh, both the Washington Post and the New York Times, um, the administration, uh, just a few hours ago before we're recording this, sort of admitted it and said, Yep, we've reviewed all the evidence. It does indeed appear that we hit the wrong truck. We hit the wrong people. They were all innocent. And sorry about that. Oh, God. It's just fucking just so awful. You know, and, and I, what I, my remark afterwards was, you know what? All the more good fucking reason we can't be in these fucking places like this. Yeah. And look, this is not the first of these situations by any means. This is not the first time we've ever fucked up one of these. And and look, you know, this one got a lot of attention in part because the Pentagon was going rah, rah, rah. Look what we did. Look how awesome we were for preventing this attack. But, you know, we've been doing drone attacks, you know, all over the place, going back, you know, all the way through the Obama administration. No, the uh, the Bush administration. Well, yes, it's starting even in the Bush administration, but Obama really accelerated yeah, it, yeah. and Trump accelerated it even further beyond what Obama had done. And yes, we've gotten some bad guys along the way, but there has been a significant death toll of innocence all along. And, um, you know, and I know, like this happens in all wars. Civilians die in war. War is awful. War is horrible. It's not, you know, and hell, even if it was only soldiers dying, that's still horrible. But there has not been a war yet in human history where a whole bunch of innocent people haven't died along with the guilty, right? It's not like in the A-team. You know, you know, there was a TV show that glorified shooting more people without killing anybody. Like, oh yeah, nobody gets hurt. But they fire like about... 10,000 rounds of ammo in every show, but nobody, somehow, miraculously, nobody got hurt. Um, yeah, but like, and, and I recognize that, and I recognize that the U.S. does try to minimize civilian casualties, but 
still like you look at this and you're like, who fucked up here? Somebody fucked up. There should be consequences. And as look, far look, as I can look, 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 let me look, 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 if it's a mis- a mistake is a mistake. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm not saying that we should, I, I'm not saying we should, we should shoot somebody, right? Unless somebody did, you know, I mean, uh, unless somebody shows some type of criminal negligence or something. Okay. You know, I mean, if somebody was, you know, did, um, you know, had depraved indifference towards these people, for example, and just went and just said, you yeah. just some kill some bastards, then yes, those people should be punished. Okay. But you know what? If it's just they collected intelligence and they thought that was the right target and they made a fucking mistake. Well, and I, I suspect it kind of is that, but even in, if you can't justify somebody going to jail, maybe somebody should be fired. Or somebody needs to receive some kind of, there, there, some action needs to be taken depending on what, what it is, which we don't know what. We, we don't know the details. And they, they said they're not going to comment on those level of details because it's a personnel matter and they're going to, an investigation is ongoing, et cetera. And look, that's reasonable. But at the end of the day, like these things have to be more than an oops, sorry, we fucked up. You know, there has to be a, what can we do better next time to avoid this situation? And, no, and if somebody and, did you know, something seriously wrong, there needs to be consequences. Yes, I agree. And oh, by the way, we need to do something for whatever the hell is left of that fucking family also. Yes. And I was going to say, the U.S. actually does have a system for that. We, in cases like this where we kill innocent civilians, we've actually got an official program to sort of pay them. I know, we do. But the the amounts, frankly, are paltry. I mean, I I suppose, depending on the the cost of living in the country you're going to, it could still be significant, but like in the grand scheme of things, we, we kill, we, we killed your seven kids. Here's 500 bucks, you know? No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not bringing any of them back. Yeah. <sighs> that was disheartening. So, all right. Well, on that happy note. Uh, okay. Uh, I just saw a tweet that I I have to comment on before we do the okay. end of the show things. Uh, let me, okay. Um, Donald, this is actually a four hour old tweet. I I hope this is this maybe this is a parody. Could this possibly be a parody? Like, well, it, it is the day and age. That's one of the things that you, you can't, can't never tell the difference. Tell. You can't fucking right. tell. I will right. if this is not. I will try to verify this later. I'm seeing this in real time. Uh, but if, if this is not true, I will either remove this from the show or put a correction on it. The tweet that I see from four hours ago um, is Donald Trump just sent a letter today to Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffsenberger, demanding that Brad announce that he is president. What? Uh, September 17th, 2021, to the Honorable Bradford Raffsenberger, Secretary of State, Georgia. Dear Secretary Raffsenberger, large-scale voter fraud continues to be reported in Georgia. Enclosed is a report of 43,000 absentee ballot votes counted in DeKalb County that violated the chain of custody rules, I mean, making them invalid. Is this, to, is it, this was today? 
according to this, which again, I'm like, this can't be real, can it? I would respectfully request that your department check this. And if true, along with many other claims of voter fraud and voter irregularities, start the process of decertifying the election or whatever the correct legal remedy is and announce the true winner. As stated to you previously, the number of false and or irregular votes is far greater than needed to change the Georgia election result. People do not understand why you and Governor Brian Kemp adamantly refuse to acknowledge the now proven this can't facts. Be, come on, this has to be old. This can't be today. <laughs> I mean, I think the internet is tricking you. This has to be. This has to be fake, right? I mean... <laughs> Uh, 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 okay, let me see. Trump calls Biden. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking at this. I just did a search. The only thing I'm finding is a uh, uh, New York Daily News article dated uh, September 17th at 1241 p.m. So it's 12 hours old. So this is not even like recent. Uh, it, it, it is a it is. It says. Okay, so this was today. Former today Friday. Okay, so this letter was said Friday, uh, September twelfth, September seventeenth, twenty twenty one. And I will read the story here from New York Daily News. It's one that I found. Former President Trump Friday branded President Biden as illegitimate in a letter riddled with lies to Georgia's top election official, re-upping his feud with nemesis Brad Raffensperger. Trump demanded to know why the Georgia Secretary of State was not moving to decertify Biden's victory in the state based on claims on false claims of voter fraud. You and Governor Brian Kemp are doing a tremendous disservice to the great state of Georgia and our nation, which is systematically being destroyed by an illegitimate president, Trump wrote in a letter which he shared in an email message. The truth must be allowed to come out. Uh, Trump cited the bunk claim about absentee ballots and DeKalb and many other claims of voter fraud without elaborating. Biden, you know, uh, so yeah, apparently, uh, Trump decided that today was the day yeah. to send this letter. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, uh, I'm, I mean, Jesus Christ! You know, I've 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 seen sore losers. Okay, I mean, I don't know if you I, I, look. I I used to play a lot, uh, like basketball and you know those kinds of pickup games, right? Man, I remember some guys that were just the worst. I mean, when they lost, they were just oh my god, they were just unbearable. Okay, and I mean, he is the the worst loser I've ever seen in my life. Holy shit. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I see, uh, I see almost, um, no big news, uh, uh, source really picked up on it. I see the only two that picked up on this and wrote a story was Newsweek and Daily News. Everybody else is like, not even Fox. It's like, oh, whatever. It's like, what the fuck? More of this shit. I mean, come on. Yeah. So. Anyway. Okay. With with that exciting news that any day now, there'll be a domino effect and a few other states will flip and he'll suddenly become president again. Um, with that exciting news, let's let's get to the stuff at the end of the show. Because what, what, what the fuck? 
else can you say? Um, yes. Okay. I mean, it's, it's fucking okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know. Okay, <sighs> so... <laughs> the stuff at the end of the show. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there are, are a number of different ways. Uh, you can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash curmudgeons corner. Uh, you can tweet us. I'm at Abelsme at A B U L S M E. Yvonne is at I M B O. I M B O U. You can email us. It's feedback at curmudgeons hyphen corner.com. And you can go to our newly revised website at curmudgeons hyphen corner.com where you will see, you know, all those contact links I just gave, uh, plus our full archives, all kinds of fun stuff. Enjoy the website. Um, and uh, then if you really like the show, you can, of course, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner, and give us a little tip. Uh, if you um, If you give us money, we will do various things like mention you on the show, send you a postcard, send you a mug, whatever. But if you send us $2 a month or more, or if you talk to us and give us exciting, interesting interactions on any of those other ways that I just mentioned, then we will invite you to our curmudgeons corner slack where Yvonne and I, and a bunch of our listeners are chatting throughout the week, sharing news stories, talking about whatever's going on. So, Yvonne, what are some things that we have talked on? Talked on? What are some things we have talked about on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack that we have not mentioned on the show this week? Uh, let's see. We shared some stuff on Boris Johnson announced that uh, they can have Imperial weights back in the UK. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, yes, because that's yeah, that's that's really helpful. Fuck uh, the fuck the metric system, Yvonne. Fuck the metric system. Yeah. Fuck the metric system. You know that in Puerto Rico, we we moved much further ahead, like than the mainland U.S. and the move to metric. And but but the, but then, but then it was stopped. Okay, and uh, so we had like speed limits in miles per hour. And we had distances on roads and kilometers. <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a clusterfuck. You know, and it's been like that for forty years. It's just so annoying. Yeah, like okay, the metric system is better in almost every way. Everybody should go that direction. But if you're going to keep the old imperial measurements, do it everywhere. This right mixing and matching is like. No, that's that's just oh. bad. Remember, they lost at least one Mars probe because of that bullshit. Yes, they did. I, I remember that. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. Go. Anyway, anyway. Um, uh, let's see what else. We we uh uh we, you know we added to our list of like uh conservative radio hosts who had died of uh of COVID without vaccines. Uh, so that there is a long distinguished list. I shared. Uh, Norm Macdonald died. Yep. And I, I shared one of my favorite, uh, you know, videos of of him. I I, I really liked the, the the celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. That was hilarious, and uh, so I, I shared that. Uh, there was a guy over here uh, with uh, that I shared a picture uh, of uh, 
him protesting, you know, vaccines and mandates. And he was carrying around a sign that says, I know more than the scientists. Scientists, not scientists. Yeah, yeah. There, there was no N in that in that letter. So shows, you know, very educated and advanced individual. Um and uh, apparently we did this little survey. I, I didn't post my results of like what party would you be now if we had an eight party system? Six party. It was six parties. It was six parties. I thought it was, it was eight. Six. It was six? One, two, three. Let's see. Three, four, five. Actually, there's seven. So we're both wrong. No, the seventh the seventh dot is you. Oh, that's you. So so why? I'm, I'm my own party? No, they put where you are on the little graph, and they identify which party you're closest to. But no, but shouldn't that... No, but I would rename that... But I would rename that my, my party. Why am I not the... Why aren't you the new progressive liberal? Anyway, it was one of these little political quizzes to put you on a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I know that I came out... Well, yeah, it was, was kind of shitty, in my opinion. The, the questions were not nuanced enough. It made me sound more progressive than I really am because there was very little. It's what it had these questions where it was like either or: Are you for free trade or against it? Or, 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 or you know, some of the questions. It wasn't that question actually specifically. It's like, but it were questions well, like that. They were all on like a five. They were all on a five point scale, though. It wasn't a yes or no. But yeah, good. No, they weren't. I had just yes or no answers in the ones I did. What are you talking about? I just pulled up the quiz. Oh, I had like I had I had like a scale of like anyway. Or maybe okay, I'm remembering you know a what? Different... You know what? The one I looked on my phone did not have this five point scale. Okay, so I did a different quiz. Never mind. <laughs> okay then. I just saw the five point question. I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Anyway, we did a little political quiz and had fun talking about it. Yeah, we did some political quiz stuff, and uh, you know, and 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 the news. I think we covered most of the uh, newsy stuff. We we talked about the military. We talked about uh, we just talked about the Trump letter. We talked about uh, shots. We did not talk about infrastructure. Yeah, there's infrastructure and debt ceiling stuff that's going on. Div infrastructure and debt ceiling stuff going on. And then for some reason, somebody kept saying that they showed this picture of Biden grabbing, I don't know, somebody's breast, but I don't know. Anyway, I, 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 I didn't get that from the picture. You know, all you guys have, I thought I'm the guy with a head in the gutter and apparently people are beating me to this right now. I must be getting old. Uh, and so, and then I, and the last one I see, you know, well, we had this one here where uh, we were showing our school district charts Talking about COVID cases in 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 the school yeah. districts, like right now. So so I, I know most school districts have are publishing that information. I know Sam's is. I know mine locally is, and so you know that way people can get a good idea of what's going on in the school. So you can get all of that. Yes, all of that in the Carmichael Corner Slack. Okay, and uh, despite our best efforts, I think we're over two hours again today. Uh, our best efforts were not that good. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it, everybody. Hey, have a great week. Uh, stay safe. Take your pro, take your COVID precautions seriously. And, uh, and, you know, but 
have a have a good week anyway. Have a great time. Um, oh, I, 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 I guess I, I, I turned fifty this week too. Oh God, yes, yes. I, I joined, I joined Yvonne in the half century club. Yeah, yeah. Did, did I wish you a happy birthday, or did I forget? No, you bastard. You said nothing. I got like th- I got happy birthdays from like a a what billion the- people on Facebook, but you said fucking nothing. You you asshole. Oh fuck <laughs> me! I, how could I? Wait, wait, wait! No, wait! It already passed. It was. We, I mean, did yes, I... yes. It was. It was uh, Thursday. It was fuck! yesterday. Yeah. Oh, here. Well, here, here. Wait, I'm fixing that now. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I, there I don't. Go. I don't actually mind. There. Oh yeah, I got a happy birthday text from Yvonne. Thank you very much. Oh no! What the fuck? I was. I was wanting to tell you this. I thought it was next week. <laughs> Shit! Oh fuck me! <laughs> I have it on my calendar. Anyway, yeah. No, uh, wow. I, I, you know, I, I, I honestly, if it wasn't for the thousands of people saying something on Facebook, I probably wouldn't have. I barely would have noticed myself. My family, uh, we're we're gonna like go out to eat or something at a place with outdoor seating, uh, probably Sunday. So okay. Anyway, there you go. Uh, that's right. it. Hey, everybody, have a great week uh, and stay safe. I said that already, but you know that that that's it. G- goodbye, 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 everyone. Bye, bye. Later, Yvonne. Adios. Good night. Good night. Good night.